2: Get, 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 get up, get up. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning Pre-Show, Mix 94.1. Good
3: morning and welcome to the Pre-Show. It is Monday, December 11th. Thank you guys for joining us as we get things going here. The holidays are right around the corner. A lot of people are starting to get into that holiday mode where I just have noticed that myself, I my production level has significantly <laughs> decreased. <laughs> I am just like, I am getting really like... Like just ready for the holidays and just a, a little bit of a break and stuff. I can just feel it right now.
4: The energy's a little bit lower. Oh, There's projects man. and that willpower. is like, ah, holidays. But, but it's
3: great to be here and be with you guys. How you doing this morning? You know, not
4: too bad. It was, it was a really nice weekend. My parents uh, flew into town last week and we, we had a really wonderful weekend uh, just hanging out with my parents and everything. And then um, got kind of crazy yesterday afternoon because Laura, she was at a horse show and she was driving back from the, the Palms. Springs area, and we always take the back way, and on the ride back, she had a really bad blowout in her car, and uh, it was just a whole situation yesterday afternoon, middle of the Mojave Desert, the, the, you know, there's no one around, there's blowout, no cell service, it, w- it was a whole thing, um, but at the end of the day, she's home, she's safe, she wasn't hurt, the car is still out there in the middle of the Mojave Desert, that's that's today's project, but, oh, geez. but Laura is home right now, and that is the most important thing.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's always sucks, car problems suck either way, but when you are kind of helpless like that, I'm sorry that that
4: yeah and again she's fine so that's the main thing but it was kind of it was weird because she was i knew she was driving by herself she was driving home checking in a couple times and um, it's real spotty cell phone service at one point i'm with my parents and we're we're driving home and she calls and i pick up and i'm like hi and she goes oh he's there hey and then the phone drops and i'm like that's weird why you know
3: Who's she talking she to? She was talking
4: to someone. Why is she talking to someone and calling me? So right then I knew something was going going on. And so we drove home and about 20 minutes after that I get a call from a Chicago area code and I pick it up and it's this couple. And they're like, hey, um, is this JC? And I'm like, yeah, it's like, well, uh, you know, we're, we're Bob and Susie and your wife's okay, but she had a really bad blowout and we had a drive to where we can get cell service to call you to let you know about the blowout. And that's when everything started and me driving out there and getting trying to get the car fixed and but uh, yeah, it was interesting.
3: Wow. it Sounds like a crazy, uh, crazy day. It was.
4: <laughs> I'll be honest. Yesterday afternoon was a wild one.
3: But you had a nice weekend with your parents. I saw like on everyone's Instagram, like they made the rounds to go say hello to everybody. Yeah.
4: We, they came by the TV station on Friday afternoon and got to see everyone at the TV station and then we were downtown. Uh, they came with me to get my hair cut and they're just kind of like hanging out with me over the weekend. So it was super nice.
3: Well, that's cool. Well, I, I, hope, uh, I hope you guys get everything situated and they have a safe trip back. I'm sorry i didn't get to see them
4: yeah we'll have to do it next time we'll Have to come by and uh, grab <laughs> lunch or six something. six years later <laughs> i know but they vow they vowed to come back yeah. sooner than five years it was that pandemic that messed things up
3: yeah well we're happy to have you guys joining us today let's get things started it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear gangsta's paradise by coolio <laughs> Do you want to hear Barbie Girl by Aqua? I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life is lasting. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. I dress me everywhere. Or do you want to hear Heaven by Live? I don't are your choices all you have to do is get your votes in right now you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1
2: you're gonna to want to hear this we
3: have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next when did you realize you were becoming your grandparents not your parents but your grandparents jc now does something that his grandpa used to do we're going to talk about that coming up next but first the votes are in and gangsta's paradise by coolio is a pre-show you pick them Mixed 4.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. Sometimes you just realize at some point in your life you'll do something or you'll say something. and You'll say, oh my gosh, I'm becoming my parents. But it's a whole new level when you realize you're becoming your grandparents and you've had this revelation.
4: Yeah, and it started just a couple weeks ago. So my grandfather, my mom's dad, Pappy, he would eat chicken noodle soup every single day for lunch all through the year summertime it's hot outside doesn't matter it matter pappy would always eat chicken noodle soup and it was about two weeks ago it was, like, it was like a cold night and i just had a craving for some soup so i stopped in at albertson's and, and grabbed some chicken noodle soup and went home and it was just delicious i forgot how good chicken noodle soup was it's a meal right there in a can it's hot it was awesome and so the next night laura was out doing some stuff and i'm like on my own on my own for dinner i'm like you know what i am gonna go back to albertson's and get some chicken noodle soup i ended up having chicken noodle soup Four nights in a row, and then we went out to dinner, and then my parents came into town, but I'm all set to get back on that chicken noodle soup train again, but as I'm eating that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've become happy. I'm eating chicken noodle soup every single day.
3: You should get, like, actual good chicken noodle soup, more so than just, like, the canned kind. There's a lot of places, like, um, is it Bagel Cafe? There's a there's a one of the like uh, um, sandwich type shops. They sell like the best chicken noodle soup ever. Like you should upgrade if you're gonna start going all in on chicken noodle soup.
4: I like that idea. Kind of give a little more fancier than just your basic chicken noodle soup. Get some hearty noodles in there, some some hearty chicken in there, an extra strong broth as well. I like that idea. Have you ever found yourself doing something that you're like, wait a second, my grandparents did this. I
3: haven't hit the grandparent phase yet. I do the parent phase uh-huh. all the time. Like I just am like, who have I? become i haven't hit grandma or grandpa phase yet but hey give it time i know it'll happen at some point but yeah like i'll say phrases that my mom says i'll i'll do things that my dad used to do his big thing was um you know when before i would drive somewhere he would always walk around my car just make sure all the all the tires were filled Uh make sure there's no dents and i find myself doing that now like when i get in the car i walk around i look make sure everything's okay nothing's behind me and I'm like who have I become? My dad used to do this all the time or (laughs) my kids will ask me something and these are questions I ask my parents and I'll answer the same way like my mom used to Always, it would drive me crazy. Refer to my friends as my little friends. I'm like, why are you calling my little friends? They're not little. They're just regular sized human beings. And now I do the same thing to Brooklyn. I'm like, who are you meeting? uh Who are you going to the mall with? And she's like, oh, so and so and so. And I'll be like, oh, okay, your little friends. And he, she's like, they're not little. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why I say that. Now I just picked that up from my mom. Yeah,
4: something my my mom uh, and dad will do from time to time. I'll call or something like. Like hey John, or they just get the name confusion. Sometimes, <laughs> have you ever called Brooklyn Sophie or Sophie Brooklyn?
3: Oh, all the time. I mean, I'll call them different names altogether. <laughs> just I'll be like Monica, and they're like, "Huh? I'm like what? <laughs> I do <mean>, know
4: who. <laughs> who are you?"
2: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
4: 1970. And
2: now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC.
3: Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, December 11th at 6 o'clock, and yes, show number 1970. So, let's go to the year 1970. That was the year that the Beatles disbanded. There were rumors of their breakup breakup. A couple of years before, but that was when Paul officially announced that they were no longer a group.
4: I never in knew. 1970. I never knew it was 70s. Yeah.
3: Wow. I didn't know when they broke up either. I. I, I don't. I don't know. Ever since I was alive, they weren't together. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so, they are never like officially a band. I didn't band. realize that it was back in 1970 that it happened.
4: That's crazy. Yeah. So when did they form? Like, they weren't together that long, were they? Were well, they mid-60s
3: then? Yeah. Um, if you were listening at my previous <laughs> editions, today, <Dang it. laughs> I think it was like 1964 or 5 okay. or something like that. I got to go back and look. But uh, yeah, 1970, they disbanded. Speaking of music, the top song of 1970 was this song.
4: My i right.
3: troubled water by Simon and Garfunkel was the top song of 1970 also in 1970 the u.s voting age was lowered to 18 it used to be 21 but they lowered it um, to 18 in 1970 uh, President Nixon he signed legislation that officially banned cigarette ads on TV and radio you used to see them uh, advertise all the time but in, and he smoked a pipe which was interesting like he they said that he would smoke several pipes a day but he he banned ads on TV and radio because he knew how bad it was.
4: I wonder would be like hearing a, a DJ back in 1970, hey, this is Tom for Marble Reds. I <laughs> love smoking.
3: When I need a good smoke, I put, pick up my pack of Reds. <laughs> Tell him Tom sent you yeah. for 15% off your <laughs>
4: box of Marble Reds.
3: 1970 was the very first Earth Day that was celebrated and the uh, Environmental Protection Agency began operations. Um, in, in 1970, um, J- Jimi Hendrix, he passed away at the age of 27 and they have what's called the 27 club where a lot of like famous singers died at the age of 27. He died from an overdose of sleeping pills. And then um, in October of that year, singer Janis Joplin she died at age 27 from an overdose of drugs so two huge notable music acts passing away at the age of 27 in 1970 um in 1970 this um this fighter pilot his name was Captain Gary Faust he was he was forced to eject during a during a training mission but what's weird is after he ejected his plane it later righted itself and it just continued flying pilotless for miles and it actually gently touched down in a farmer's field and earned the nickname the cornfield bomber no one was hurt it just kind of once it ran out, yeah. just kind of floated down and landed safely in a cornfield in 1970.
4: That had to be scary—an unmanned plane flying somewhere, not sure where it's going to go down. And thank the Lord, it just landed safely. Yeah. Imagine that farmer in the 70s like, what the heck w- is
3: who's that? landing their <laughs> plane in my cornfield? <laughs> it's a
4: ghost plane. Oh, I love these. I love these facts. Um, Simon and Garfunkel too. That's crazy. 1970. I know. Let's talk about today's show. We have a lot going on on today's show. It's, so it's Monday. We got Beat Mercedes coming up at seven. O'clock. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes, you will win a three thousand six hundred diamond uh, six hundred dollar diamond pendant from Michael Menden Diamond Jewelers. That happens at seven a.m. Seven thirty. We got the Mercedes in the morning mega minute. When you conquer the Mercedes in the morning mega minute, you are going to get front row tickets to go see Pink. So a huge morning. And up next, we do have what's trending. What do you got for us?
3: Well, uh, this burglars targeted this A-list celebrity. will tell you what happened. Also, Ariana shares some news that. How's everyone talking? And tomorrow is 12 12. How you can get a dozen on this place. We'll tell you all about it coming up next and what's trending.
4: It's Mix It is Mercedes in the morning, and here we go with Heads Up. So we need Caller 20. The phone number to call is 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing Heads Up, and this is a really fun prize.
3: Yeah, this is perfect for the holidays. Glittering lights. If you haven't been, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. We have a Fast Pass vehicle pass for you, so you don't have to wait in the long line. You get to go in that Fast Pass lane, take the whole family in the car and drive through the Las Vegas Motor Speedway and see some amazing light displays this holiday season. Caller 20 right now gets the VIP Vehicle Pass. All you gotta do is play heads up. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will get this VIP Fast Pass. Caller 20 plays. 702-364-9400.
2: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Amy,
3: good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Happy Monday. You're in for Heads Up. We have this uh, VIP Fast Pass for glittering lights for you. If you win Heads Up, you just need to pick a category. Do you want to go with App Store, Sound Check, Ride Cowboy, Home Alone, or 31 Flavors? Oh, man. Um, Let's do Home Alone. Home Alone, it is. uh, We're talking about popular Christmas movies. It's that time of year where we're all watching them. So think of all your favorite popular Christmas movies, okay? Okay. Okay. So who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, You, Mercedes. Okay.
4: All right, Amy, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six cracked, you know, get those passes into glittering lights, and you start now.
3: This is uh, Will Ferrell. Santa, I know him. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, this is with Tim Allen and he uh, Yes, this is They say it's a Christmas movie I disagree, Bruce Willis uh, Die hard. Yes, this is um, Jim Carrey was in the live version of it, it's a cartoon I uh, What's the technical name of that sh- the show? The Grinchy Christmas. Yes, uh, this is um, d- um, He wants a, a BB gun for Christmas and he shoots his eye out Oh, God. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this is what I think of it. Christmas Story. Yes. This is Jack Skellington. Um, oh, uh, that's all I know. Um, I don't know. Pass. Okay, pass. Let's pass that one. This is when they go Ten on seconds. a train. They go on a train. Tom Hanks does the voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. Um, oh, no. no! Oh, oh. this polar express oh, oh. oh amy i'm so sorry hang on the line don't don't hang up um oh yeah we got caught up on um a nightmare before christmas i was like i i don't know how to describe that movie yet. <laughs> this is that's not that's yeah nightmare. okay i just want right, to make yeah. sure i i know it's monday and stuff but um that means no winner this morning caller 20 you are going to get this fast pass to glittering lights uh, just for being caller 20. No Christmas knowledge needed <laughs> right now. Caller 20 wins at 702-364-9400. 694one It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome back to the work week. It is Monday. It is 637. Do you have a younger person in your life that? usually is your go-to when it comes to technology. You're like, oh, they know how to do this, or you have them set up your, you know, I don't know, your sound system. Like, they just know everything when it comes to technology. But it's funny, when it comes to lack of technology, maybe they're not so well-versed, 702-364-9400 702 364 when did when did your your young person in your life become confused by lack of technology i thought this was so funny my my daughter was telling me she had to um, go into school early for some makeup stuff and she had to help her teacher with the, some of the errands in her classroom and so she was in there and um, her teacher asked her if she could load some stuff up into her car some of the The seasonal stuff, she was going to take it back home, and Brooklyn's like, "Oh, yeah, no problem. And she's with um, some of her classmates, too. So her teacher gives her the keys to her car, and they all go out there. They have, like, this shopping cart thing, and they're pushing stuff out there. And this one girl's holding the keys to the teacher's car, and it's actual keys where you put it in, you turn it, Mm -hmm. and unlock it. It, it not like a key fob. So the girl gets to the car and she's looking at the key and she there's a little there is a fob on there with like an alarm thing. So she's pressing the alarm and the alarm keeps going off. She's like, why won't the doors open? And she she's like, there's a, my daughter goes, because there's a key on it. And she goes, well, how do I open the car with this? And she's like, you have to stick the key in the car. She's like, where do I put it? And so Brooklyn had to go because we have a car that uses a key where you have to stick it in and open it. So Brooklyn know, knows all about this. So she goes, watch. So they're all standing around her like, like she's found some ancient artifact from, <laughs> you know, 72 B.C. And so she goes and she puts the key in the car, turns it. They see the the locks pop up. They're like, they all go, Whoa. (laughs) And she opens the door. They load it in the back of the car. It was like she did a magic trick. She's like, you would have been so proud of me, Mom. I knew how to unlock the car with the key. None of them knew. It was awesome amazing <laughs> I, I don't
4: know why you're, i envision indiana jones the temple of doom when he finds the, that 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 skull thing in the one of them he's staring at it and it's shining and it's like whoa they were just like all the kids were like
3: wow and it's like yeah i know how to open this and she said you could even put this in the ignition and turn it and start it and they're like wow (laughs) have you ever had like lack of technology confuse a kid maybe they found like one of your old cassette tapes and they thought like how does this work or maybe it was a a watch that's like an actual watch not an apple watch (laughs) something that wasn't Digital, 702-364-9400. It was, the way she was describing it, I was just laughing so hard. I was like, I'm so proud of you for knowing how to open yes. a car with a key. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> kid.
4: This was probably about a year ago. I, I did an event with a, with a wrestler, and when I went to this event, I brought a, a VHS copy of WrestleMania four. It's a double VHS, so WrestleMania four was so long, you needed two VHS cassettes to watch WrestleMania four, and that was the, the WrestleMania that got me into wrestling, so that's why I had it, to show this wrestler. But it was at our house for a long time, sitting on our kitchen table, and my buddy came over with his kids and his youngest, she was probably I think she's like eleven years old, and just looking at the kitchen counter, she's like, What's that? And I show her, I'm like, It's it's a WrestleMania VHS. Uh, thing and she's like, what's that? And explaining to her what a VCR is, and then you take the two VHS tapes out. Like mean, you would stick this in the VCR, and then when this one was done, you pop it out and have to put in VHS tape number two to finish watching WrestleMania because it was so long.
3: That's like ancient. What is this ancient yes. artifact that you have here? Uh, <laughs> we got this. Texas says my kids don't know how didn't know how to roll up and down a window that had a manual turner.
2: Mom, where's the button? <laughs>
3: Wait, what is this crank thing here? Why, how, how do I how do I do this, Janet? Really quick, Janet. What uh, confused your kid?
1: <laughs> we were watching a movie, an old movie, and Jamie Fox was at the end with a convertible. Uh huh. And then he put an eight track in the system, and they were like, "Oh wow, he
0: has a VCR in his
4: car." <laughs> It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, Monday morning. So we've got Beat Mercedes coming up here in just about 10 minutes. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes, you're going to win a $3,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers.
2: It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: Well, the Golden Globe nominations came out this morning. The 81st Golden Globes. Uh, They are being unveiled this morning. So that makes it the official kickoff to the award show season. The 2024 Golden Globes Awards Ceremony takes place on January 7th. So here are some of the notable nods so far. Barbie led among films with uh, nine total nominations, followed by Oppenheimer with eight. Killers of the Flower Moon and Poor Things both earned seven nominations. In TV, Succession's final season scored the most... Nominations with nine total, followed by The Bear and Only Murders in the Building with five nods. Let's go over some of the categories. Um, Best Picture Drama. The nominees are Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. I've only seen Oppenheimer out of those.
4: Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. This is the time of year when I realize I haven't seen that many movies.
3: But I like when the nominations come out, because then, to me, it's kind of like a guideline. This is what I need to go see before the actual ceremony takes place, so I know what they're talking about.
4: And we got the holiday season coming, we're in the holiday season. Maybe have a couple extra free hours to watch yourself a movie and just catch one of these uh, award-winning movies.
3: Yeah, one. Um, some of the the nominees for Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Air... Uh, American Fiction, Barbie, The Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things. Air is such a good movie. I totally forgot about that one. I'm really glad that got nominated. Did
4: you see that movie? The only one I saw on that list was Barbie. What's Air about?
3: Uh, Air is the whole uh, story about uh, Nike. Oh, is, and, yeah. oh my oh. gosh. That was such a good movie. Inspiring. I loved it. Yes. It's it was amazing. Too. Um So that is uh, up for nominations. We'll go over so, some of the other categories later on in the show this morning. But, yeah, Golden Globe nominations are out. Also this morning, I apologize, right now but we have to talk about taylor swift again i'll make it brief but uh she's now officially the first artist with a one billion dollar tour under her belt the eras tour has grossed 1.04 billion dollars in ticket sales to date she sold 4.35 million tickets to 60 shows she also generated 200 million dollars in merchandise sales elton john had set the previous record his farewell yellow brick road tour grossed 939 million dollars between september of 2018 and july of this year so sorry elton you've been kicked to the curb on this one the top tours This past year were Taylor with her $1 billion tour. Beyonce was number two with um, bringing in $579.8 million. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band brought in $379.5 million. Coldplay was number four at $325.5 million. And then Harry Styles rounds out the top five with $290.5 million.
4: Big numbers for for everyone there. But, I mean, that is a gap. She had a $1 billion tour. Then you had Beyonce, which was a huge tour. Everyone talked about it. Five hundred dollars Seventy nine million dollars, a lot of money, but that's a big gap between five seventy nine and one billion. Yeah, Swift is unstoppable. Did
3: she? I, did she have more tour dates though? Too probably. I feel yeah, like I think like so. she yeah. probably had some a little bit of an advantage there too. But yeah, I, I, obviously that was the biggest tour of the year, and probably within the next five years, it's going to be the biggest tour. It's just enormous. Finally, this morning, if you're the if if the person you text with sends you a text today and it says, can we talk, brace yourself, prepare yourself, because you are more likely to get dumped today than any other day of the year. December 11th was dumped breakup day back in 2008 after someone analyzed Facebook status updates and found that a ton of people break up Exactly two weeks before Christmas. It also found there tends to be more breakups on Mondays in general. So the 11th is a double whammy this year. Yeah. Experts think there's a couple of reasons behind it. The holidays are stressful. Number one. So you might be having second thoughts about the person meeting your family And a surprising number of us will break up just to get out of buying a gift for someone. Turning the calendar also represents a fresh start for a lot of people. So if things aren't going well, it might feel like a natural time to kind of cut your losses and move on. The day this, the day of the year you're least likely to get dumped is christmas day because that's just cruel
4: <laughs> people do have a heart okay
3: but don't assume you're safe if you make it to the 25th the found, uh, poll found that some of us also avoid breakups this time of year so we're not alone for the holidays but then on the 26th that's when breakups will start trending up before peaking again in march
4: let's do this is right now it is time for beat mercedes here's your chance to win a 3600 diamond pendant from Ike lee menden diamond jewelers if you can identify a song Faster than Mercedes.
2: Let's
3: give this thing away today. Can we? $3,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. We would love to give this to you right now. So call her 20 at 702-364-9400. You have to go head to head with me. In guessing the song. You can guess it faster than I can. Just think about when you're listening to the radio and a song comes on and you're like, boom, I know this song. This is your day. I have a great feeling about this. You guess that song faster than I do. You are walking away with this $3,600 diamond pendant. Caller 20, you're playing Beat Mercedes right now. 702-364-9400. It is. Seven oh four on Monday, and it is time for Beat Mercedes. It is Minden Monday, and we have a thirty six hundred dollar diamond pendant from Michael E Minden Diamond Jewelers to give away this morning. Will we do it? That's up to you, Kim. Your caller twenty, you ready Woo! to play? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I love the energy. I feel like I feel like today's the day. I'm really crossing my fingers for you. So I'm going to step out of the studio. You got this. Good luck, okay? Th-
0: thank you. All
4: right. All right. Let's 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 do this. Kim, Mercedes is stepping out. I'm going to turn off her studio so there's no distractions from in there. All right, Kim, you know how the game works. We're going to start a song, and as soon as you know this song, I want you to shout out, got it, got it, got it. I immediately stop the clock, and then you have five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Now, if the song goes 20 seconds, we stop the song automi- uh, automatically, and you got to give us something. That's what happened last week for both the contestant and Mercedes. So are, are you ready, Kim? I'm ready. Okay, the next sound you hear will be the song itself for a $3,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Mendon Diamond Jewelers. Here we go. Okay, what do you uh, what do you got?
0: In your eyes, Peter Gabriel.
4: Kim, you are correct, and you Ooh. stop you stop the clock at 6.3 six point three seconds. Six actually six point one seconds. I'm sorry, six point one seconds is what you stop the clock at. Uh, hold on one second. Let me put you on hold, and uh, and let's bring in Ramon is in for Steph. We flag Mercedes in here. Let her know to come in here. And uh, let's see what Mercedes can do. This is very exciting. I'm going to put my poker face on. She's back in here. She's walking in here. All right. All right. Let's do this, Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Your, your mic is on. You ready to go? Oh, I'm
3: here. Sorry. Okay. I forgot to turn it on. Okay.
4: <sighs> you okay. ready?
3: Oh, wow. Why are you breathing so hard?
4: Because I'm excited about the game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, all right, all, all right, right. Okay. Oh, all boy.
4: Right. Uh, hold on. Complain out of a different system. Let me hit this button. Okay. I am turning him off here and uh, hit this. Are you ready? I think so. And here we go. Got it. What do you got, Mercedes?
3: In your eyes, Peter Gabriel.
4: <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. Uh, but. Uh, Kim also got it too. Okay. Kim identified it in 6.1 seconds. Okay. Mercedes, you did it in 5.4 seconds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <That's a cat. laughs> Why are you playing the cheering?
4: I did not want to win. Won. <laughs> I didn't want to win. Oh! the drum of it all 6.1 seconds to 5.4 I seconds so sorry.
3: <laughs> i am literally slouching in my chair i am not happy that i won oh it was I- so close I gotta bring her back on here. (laughs) No, don't. That just makes (laughs) no. Don't. Let's not rub it in. Kim, oh my Uh, gosh, you were the
4: closest person so far this uh, year. I am slouching too. I
3: am so (laughs) sorry, Kim. Oh my gosh, why couldn't I have been like half a second slower? Uh, Five points. Calculate. Those two, the difference between the two. Yeah, that, oh
4: my God. I'll go back. I'll tell you what, Kim. I'll go back after the show and I'll do instant replay on this thing. I'll go back and make sure. But the way my calculations show, and when I was stopping the clock, it was 6.1 to 5.4. But I'm going to go back. We're going to instant replay this thing.
3: Point (laughs) seven. I don't know what to say. I I should be happy that I won, but I am. I'm really not because you're trying. Really not. You try your
4: hardest. You want. Well, yeah. I I don't want to throw it. You
3: know, but at the same time, when someone gets it that quickly, it would be nice for them to be rewarded for (laughs) that. I'm sorry, Kim. I am so sorry. That means. Another week, another win for me. Boom, me.
4: (laughs) I will just, I will go back and I will double check the time on everything. But according to that, six point one to five point (laughs) four.
2: We're getting you back to Vegas' Best Variety and Mercedes in the Morning. faster. Faster. Mix
4: 94.1. This is huge. In 10 minutes, we have the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute. When you conquer it this morning, you're going to get front row tickets to go see Pink when she returns to Allegiant Stadium in September.
3: There were a lot of celebrities in town this weekend. We were out on Friday night, and we were at a restaurant. We're just sitting there at the table. It's us and um, some of our friends, and we're sitting there. And this guy walks in and I I, like I immediately knew he was a basketball player. He came from the tournament. I looked at him directly in his eyes. We made eye contact and I recognized him. But his name was escaping me. And I was like, I know who he is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can literally see him playing basketball. I'm trying to figure out who is this guy. And, And I'm sitting there and I ask our server. I'm like, do you know who that is? And he's like, let me go find out. So he goes and he does his investigation and he comes back and he goes, it's Kevin. And I go,
2: Durant. <laughs> <laughs> and he
3: goes, yes. I was like, I knew it. I totally. I And I go, I bet he's a good tipper. And the server looked at at me, and he's like, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just so funny. He just gave the vibe of he was smiling. He seemed in a good mood. And I was like, I bet Kevin Durant is a good tipper. I don't know. I have nothing to base that on, um, just other than his demeanor when he walked in. And he seemed very nice to everyone and very appreciative. But is there who's the best celebrity tipper you've ever encountered and who is the worst? I, I I really feel like he gives off the vibe of being a good celebrity tipper, but have you had an interaction? Do you, do you get tipped, and has a celebrity ever come in and give you either a really good tip or a really bad tip? 702-364-9400.
4: I would think, and I'm going to base it on a quick story, I'm going to tell you that John Cena, the WWE superstar, movie star, would be a great tipper. And here's why I'm saying that. Over the weekend, I'm scrolling through Instagram, watching Instagram stories. My buddy Stu, who lives in Washington, D.C., has this picture of him and John Cena just like posing together, and a comment it just says, hey, Roach. I'm like, hey, Roach, what does that mean? So I sent my buddy a text. I'm like, dude, is that really John Cena or is that a cardboard cutout? Because it's just, he's right there next to him. And he's like, no, I, I met John Cena on Friday night and he's super sweet. He ended up buying us dinner. I'm like, wait, what? Why did John Cena buy you and your family dinner? So my buddy played at some small college, played football at some, at some, some college. Same college John Cena played at, different time. And he was also like a lineman or a linebacker, and so was John Cena. And the nickname for the linebackers or linemen on that team were the Roaches. So when John Cena was walking by my buddy at the restaurant, he just goes, hey, Roach, And that caught Cena's eye to look up, like, why are you calling me Roach? Only people that played college ball at my school knows that. And so that was their connection. They had a little conversation. And then when the bill comes, they're like, Mr. Cena took care of your bill.
3: That's very, very kind. I mean, I just hear nice things about him all the time.
4: So I would assume if John Cena is buying people dinner that he just met, that he's going to be a nice tipper.
3: Yeah, maybe. 702-364-9400. Hey, Shauna, Good morning. Hi there, how are you? Hey, good. Do you have a good celebrity tipping story or a bad celebrity tipping story?
0: wow, womp, wow. A bad one. Uh-oh. What great, happened? Great. I used to live in Grand Junction, Colorado, and Ricky Schroeder lived there. And so this is through my college days, and I was waiting tables. Bad. Very bad. He would come in, and he'd bring his whole family and just leave, like, maybe— a dollar or two because oh. he would come in all the time he, he was considered a local by the time cause he, he owned like a ranch there uh-huh And yeah bad bad do you, Every time. Do you think that
3: it's it, it's that like i i come here all the time i don't have to tip that much because i'm i'm a regular kind of uh kind of
0: attitude yeah i think I definitely think there was that, and like I said, he definitely felt like he was a local, but he he like maintained a pompous attitude, yeah so there was that Oh, uh, that's a bummer i i
3: mean I like to know who the bad tippers are, so we uh can all- hey, do you want this table <laughs> okay thanks I'll, t- I'll' I'll take this other one here but yeah that's uh that sucks. We just got a text here at seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred says my former roommate Worked at ARIA when it opened. New Year's weekend, Ben Affleck was there. Terrible tipper. I always heard he was good tipper unless J-Lo was around. And that she would always take the tips away that he would put out. Can anyone confirm or deny that? I've always heard that. If J-Lo's there, forget it. You're not getting the good tip. But if she's not there, he'll tip you well.
4: I heard the same thing. He'd come to town and do a lot of gambling, and he'd always take care of the dealers that he was working with.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh man. Poor Ben. Or, or Ricky Schroeder, I'm not surprised, but Ben. <laughs> yeah,
4: wasn't Ricky Schroeder yelling at like Walmart greeters during yeah, the pandemic or was, something? He just he going just,
3: off. Uh, I, I'm actually not surprised by that when one saw the at same. all. I saw the name
4: uh, Silver Spoons, <laughs> which is a TV show. Not, not him in real life. Uh, okay, it's time now for the... Mercedes in the morning, Mega Minute.
3: That is how you win tickets to see Pink in the front row. Front row tickets to check out Pink at her summer carnival tour with the Mega Minute. How's it work? You get one minute, but you have to answer 10 questions within that minute. It has been done. Can you conquer the Mega Minute for front row tickets to see pink? Let's find out. Caller 20, you are playing Uh
2: 702-364-9400. Are you ready? It's time, time for Mercedes in the Morning's Mega
0: Minute.
3: And we have our contestant on the line. It's Jennifer. Jennifer, are you Woo! ready to try to conquer the Mega Minute?
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm so
3: excited. Oh, this is very <laughs> exciting because all for grabs. We have front row tickets to see Pink as she comes back to Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, September 13th, with her summer carnival tour. Uh, You you can do this. I have faith in you.
4: All right, Jennifer, here we go. You have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we will come back to that question at the end, and the game starts now.
3: What actor stars in the movie Forrest Gump? Tom Hanks. Yes. How many seconds are in a minute? Sixty. Yes. What are Santa's little helpers called? Elves. Yes. What boy band is known for their hits "Step by Step" and "Hangin' Tough"? New Kids on the Block. Yes. What can? Oh, oh what country is Justin Bieber from? Canada. Yes. How many Great Lakes are there? Five? Yes. What U.S. state is known as the Aloha State? Hawaii. Yes. What is the princess's name in Princess and the Frog? Tiana. Yes. Raisins originate from what fruit? Grapes. Yes. What school did Harry Potter attend? Hogwarts.
2: Yes. <laughs>
4: You just got front row tickets <laughs> to go see Pink. Pink will be here. for thank her, you. her summer carnival tour, 2024, Allegiance Stadium. This is Friday, September 13th. You're going to be there from conquering the Mega Minute.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you so much.
3: You are so welcome. Congratulations. And uh, tomorrow for the Mega Minute, there's a big concert announcement happening this afternoon at 3 o'clock. We can't tell you what it is, but we can tell you we'll have tickets to that show with the Mega Minute tomorrow morning. Hot,
2: hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: Shohei Otani. Just signed the biggest deal in baseball history. Did you see this over the
4: weekend? I, I was listening in delay. I just caught the football history. Were you talking about the Raiders game?
3: No. <laughs> I was talking about baseball. Oh, I, I literally <laughs> just heard, because I was listening in the delay, so I was like 10 <laughs> seconds behind
4: him. Like, what's going on? I just heard, in history, I know the Raiders had a poor f- performance.
3: Yeah, the uh, Golden Knights outscored the Raiders last night, <laughs> which was <laughs> really interesting. Um, but no, I was talking about baseball. Shohei Otani just signed the biggest deal in baseball history. The Los Angeles Dodgers... Inked him for 10 years and $700 million. It breaks MLB records for both total value and average annual value in a contract. Mike Trout, he had the previous total record at $426.5 million, while Justin Berlander and Max Scherzer... They were tied for number one in an average annual value at forty three point three million. He played in Japan. Um, Otani did in from twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen. Then for the Angels from twenty eighteen to this past season, when he became a free agent, he he does it all. He plays, he pitches, and he bats, and he place the in, ultimate utility yeah, player. Yeah, like he is like the best player. $700 million.
4: Good for him. I know some people I heard some comments about hot being hot over the fact that athletes make that much money. If he can get it and they're going to pay it, good for him. I'm not going to come down on the guy. That's awesome. He's got the talent. Let him get the money.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's uh people are paying to see them and and you know, ultimately if the money is there, what's he gonna do say no yeah and from what i understand he's very charitable he and he doesn't advertise it he he gives a lot of his money away uh but he doesn't ask for all the attention when he does that
4: i love hearing about celebrities like that like taylor swift does that mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's so many more we just don't hear about what they do and how they take care of people so so good for him yeah and uh, back to the raiders so sorry about that that's Don't no, no worry i oh, i'm used gosh.
3: to being ignored not by just by you by everyone stop <laughs> it
4: i was for some reason i went back to uh, listening and like in like uh, in the air feed so i'm I'm 12 seconds behind you and I see you start talking like why is she talking <laughs> who is she why, talking why to? did I have three restart and I switched over I'm like what is going on also, here
3: um also this morning so uh, Google is out with their list of the top trending searches of the year and in the celebrity category believe it or not it was not Taylor Swift it was Buffalo Bill's player Demar Hamblin he was number one due to his terrifying uh on-field cardiac arrest and then quick recovery in january actor jeremy renner who had severe injuries after a snowplow ran over him in january he was number two on the list and number three was travis kelsey the Kansas City Chiefs tight end who ends up having to be or who ended up being Taylor's boyfriend. Did you hear Tony Romo slip last night? Oh, yeah. I got to find that. He
4: didn't he say call her uh, her, her, wife. her wife. Yeah. So then
3: everyone started talking like, did they get married secretly? <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> to say that. It's a slip of the tongue. I mean, Tony, do you know something that we don't know? And I'm not sure how close he is to Travis Kelsey. It's funny because there's this guy that he is huge in the sneaker community. Um, his name is different. 2- and he was at the game last night because he's buddies with Travis Kelsey. Um, is it two Jays or two K, what, what's his name? Uh my husband my husband's friends with him. And uh he posted a picture of him at the game with Taylor. And he's like his own celebrity in and of himself, obviously on a totally different level than. Uh, yeah, two J's, Uh, than Taylor. But he posted a selfie of him and Taylor, and then it started going viral. And it kept saying, a fan with Taylor, a fan. And we're like, this guy's famous in his own right, too. I know he's not as big as Taylor, but, you know.
4: Here's Tony Romo at the game. Oh, what a play to Kelsey!
2: As you see Kelsey's wife, Taylor Swift, in the audience, or I'm sorry, girlfriend. Not yet. What? You don't know something we don't know, do you?
4: <laughs> you know, he's always good at calling plays before they happen. He he can tell the future, mm-hmm. so I think he just he gave us a something. little bit
3: of what is going to be happening. Um, so finally this morning, a lot of people are listening to Christmas music at this time of the year. And new research has revealed America's favorite Christmas songs, as well as the most disliked Christmas songs. Now, they used Google Trends data, and they found out what is the most popular Christmas song in every state. Now, don't worry. This is not our way of trying to end your we Don't. So we're not, not going to be playing last. Mine ended.
4: Where? Grocery store?
3: No. As a matter of fact, it ended because of a commercial of a radio station playing christmas music and at the end on the commercial is that song no
4: is it an r station no Oh, we would never do that to you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Is that on the commercial? What the heck?
4: I think you need to explain the game real quick. Maybe someone's new to it. What we're talking about. It. It, it? It's a lot of fun to play. It's just you're trying to avoid a certain song this holiday season.
3: Yeah, I'm out. So Whamageddon is the song Last Christmas by Wham. When you hear it, you're, you're out. There's no prize. You just want to see how long you can go without hearing that song from December 1st to Christmas. And... You know, whoever makes it the whole way, you win Whamageddon. It's a competition literally against no one, just yourself. You don't win any prizes, but it's just to see. So I think it happened to me last week that I heard it. The TV was on and there was a commercial, and I was like, What? (laughs) Why would you put that song in your commercial? They don't know so that they don't
4: know the game. <laughs> Try it, too, because you think, oh, that's silly. But then once, once you hear the song, because I thought I was out because I heard the song on Black Friday. I was at the grocery store, and I heard it, and I got angry, and then Mercedes pointed out, no, it starts December 1st. So I am still in the clear.
3: Yeah, you are totally fine. You, it didn't start until December 1st. So the most popular Christmas song in our state is one that we've been talking about lately. Oh no, that's not. I was thinking about Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. It's not that one. It's Jingle Bell Rock. That's oh, the yeah, most okay. popular Christmas song in Nevada. Now, the most annoying Christmas song overall. Is the most popular Christmas song overall. It's I, I love it when it's like the most annoying, but it's the most favorite, and mm. that is the Mariah Carey classic "All I Want for Christmas." That's is you. the most annoying, yeah, huh. and and the most the the most favorite too. So it makes zero sense.
4: Here's ours, Bobby Helms,
3: which I like. Yeah. I just feel like the most jingle, underrated jingle. Christmas song ever is by Kelly Clarkson. Jingle, jingle. I think that... Da, 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 oh, underneath yeah. the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I love that Christmas song. That has become my favorite Christmas song of all time. I love that Underneath the Tree song.
4: Take a listen. Right here, oh. I I really Do you think... Just... This song will have the same effect as Mariah Carey cuz Mariah Carey's song wasn't a that smashed shit when it first came out it was yeah, it years took after a while. Yeah, cuz this is great.
3: I hope it it builds some momentum. I don't know. Anyone want to jump on this uh, train with me because I this is my this is my new favorite. What's your, what's your favorite?
4: Oh, it's the one you and Steph don't like. Um, oh, don't, don't <laughs> go don't play it. Wait, what is it? The Waitress's rapping oh, song? Oh,
3: okay, that's fine. I thought you were going to play I thought you were going to play The Wham song. No. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, no, don't play <laughs> it. Never. There's people playing.
4: Casting live from the Finley
2: Chevrolet Studio.
3: Mix 94.1. I just had to Google something cuz I wasn't sure what year it happened. I was uh, I Googled Oscar Slap year. Do you re- do you remember what year the Oscar slap was? It was this year. No, it was last year. Was it? Re- it was last oh, time year. is weird. <laughs> That's what I thought it was this year, too. But no, it was March 27th of 2022. Dang. Um, it was the infamous Oscar slap where Will Smith walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock during uh his presentation of best documentary uh feature and the reason i was googling that was because jada pinkett smith just did an interview and she said that the slap the quote-unquote slap saved her marriage to will smith is there something that you look back on where maybe it was a trying time in your relationship with someone and you remember like this incident helped save it or someone did something that saved it. And what, what was that thing? 702-364-9400. She said that the slap saved her marriage, which I would think on the surface, it would be something to tear him apart because there's your husband going on stage, slapping someone. I'd be so embarrassed. Like, what are you doing? She said it was that moment of, you know bleep hitting the fan is what she says when you see where you really are and she says after all those years trying to figure out if i would leave will's side it took that slap for me to see i will never leave him who knows where our relationship would be if that hadn't happened what's interesting is that will has been hanging out with a new lady um and she looks very similar to to Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, he's got a type, does he? <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's been spotted with her twice now. I'm not sure what what's going on there, but what can you look back on and say, yeah, that definitely saved or at least helped our relationship gets stronger. 702-364-9400. Do you guys have like an incident of that?
4: We do, and I think the only time we ever talked about it, we did a thing on the show where we revealed secrets we never re- revealed before. And my secret was is that Laura and I our marriage had a real rough patch back in 2013 where we were separated for a little bit. We it was just just trying times, different times. She had started a new job, like almost like a new identity for her. And it was just, we were not connecting and we ended up separating. And I, I moved out for about six months. And we went to, to we, we visited, we went to therapy and eh, therapy helped a little bit, but we never gave up on each other. We knew like we still wanted to be with each other. We just needed to k- kind of work through this weird phase. And I, maybe some people, when they got in that phase, no kids keeping them together, might have gone their separate ways. But we ended up, we just felt like there was a connection there, and once we worked through this, trying to feel each other out in this, this weird phase, we reconnected, and after that that time, our, our marriage has been just like a whole different level as, as far as strength. Now, there's still highs and lows and incidents and stuff like that, but I felt like we're at a different mindset with our marriage after that, than we were before the little separation that we had.
3: What do you think about the separation helped you? I mean, like you said, it was six months. You guys lived in different places. Mm-hmm. Did you, I, I take it you w- you still communicated, obviously. You we would did have to. So, so what is it do, in your mind that helped bring you closer together when you were further apart? Was it the whole absence makes the heart grow fonder kind of thing, or or what was it?
4: I think it was the distance thing. Um, it was also too realizing, you know, how much I, I I did love her and she loved me and we wanted to be with each other. We just, you know, being in that apartment on on a on a Friday night and I'm like, ah, oh, this is just this is awful. I I don't want to be here, but I know we're working through something and and I think she kind of felt the same way. She was traveling a lot too. That's when she first started to travel for her job, and so she would be out of town and I'd be at home in my apartment. I'm like, this is, I know things are not right, but I know things will get better uh, eventually, and they did. And, and I moved back in and, and all was well, but it was just it was a trying time. And after that, it was just a whole different world for us.
3: Did did you guys, like, when you separated, was it just a separation where it's like, we just need distance, or... Were you like we're going to see other people? We're going to test the waters. Like what? What kind of situation? Were you just like we just need a break from each other? That's all it is.
4: It was a break. There was no separate parties involved. She wasn't with someone. I didn't date anyone. We were still we were still married. We yeah. just we just needed some separation. It was in the house, just getting on each other's nerves. And she she says too, for her it was a whole new identity. She was she. Laura used to work here at the radio station. She did sales at the radio station, and then she got this new great job. And she kind of had her own identity for the first time ever. She wasn't, you know, oh, you're JC's husband,
3: Hi, uh, wife.
4: Yeah, yes.
2: <laughs> that's
4: okay. <laughs> that's, that's why I got a divorce. I'm calling her my husband. Yeah. Uh, you, you're you're not you're you're not just JC's wife. You have your own identity in this as new workforce. It was a change for her, but. That was it. It really was. It's it's if you're going through a trying time with your marriage and you're trying to work things out. I know for us, there was a light at the end of the tunnel and we got through that tunnel in a much better spot. Oh,
3: well, And that that should make a lot of people hopeful. Maybe you are going through a rough patch, too. And and uh, maybe it's, it's just time like time heals all wounds. And and I think you mentioned something that I think could help a lot of people is therapy. You went to to therapy to figure out what's the root of some of these issues that we're having. And a lot of people Uh, I think are afraid of that word. They're being like, "Oh, we don't need that Mm -hmm. or counseling. We don't need that," but. I, you know, I've never gone to a therapist, but I want to. I'm always asking my friends who have them, I'm like, where do you go? It's just kind of hard to find one. And it is. I'm like, nothing's really wrong. <laughs> I just want to talk to somebody.
4: <laughs> I remember we, first, we went to see the first therapist. I kind of had that stigma, too, Mercedes, of, like, I hope no one sees me or yeah, I don't know. It was just why? weird. Who cares? Uh, exactly. But it was someone I knew was walking out of the office. I'm like, oh, hey, uh, is this where the DMV is?
3: <laughs> we just... are all in the same boat. We are all just trying to survive yep. every single day. Day. We're just doing the best that we can,
4: you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so coming up here in about 10 minutes, we do have Heads Up, and when you win Heads Up, tickets for you to see the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning and tickets for you to see Black Eyed Peas coming up in about seven minutes. OCD
3: is a real thing. And while not formally formally diagnosed with it, I do think that my my husband has an OCD thing, obsessive compulsive about something. Is there something that you have either been actually diagnosed with for being OCD about or you just feel like this is something that you're way too obsessive about? For us, it's as simple as labels so my husband has to have all labels facing forward and yesterday i'm grabbing a bottle of water out of the refrigerator and it just we had just restocked so there's a lot of them in there and as i pulled one out one fell and then that knocked down another one and like four or five of them ended up falling so i quickly take the one out, and then I go in and I pick back up the ones that fell and I put them back in there. So I'm sitting on the couch and then I hear my husband open the fridge. He goes, what is this? And I looked like, what? He goes, who did this? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, why are all the labels messed up? And it was me. I wasn't really paying attention to the labels. I just put them back up the right way and back in the fridge. And he he was like, we we have to have all the labels turning the right way. They all have to face forward. So he goes in there and rearranges everything. So just to be mean... <laughs> later on i moved one of
4: the labels oh (laughs) tweak it just a little bit (laughs) so
3: i waited for him to go there he goes did you do (laughs) that i'm like what what are you talking about but is there anything that you're maybe just a little too obsessive about where you 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 probably could take it down a notch or two he really gets upset when labels are not facing the front it's i've never seen Any sort of like reaction like that with anything with him.
4: Is it all labels in the fridge? So you have your ketchup and stuff or whatever is on the same shelf. Labels have to be facing forward on every single product inside the fridge.
3: Same thing in our pantry. Like if you go in our pantry, if you just put, you know, a thing of peanut butter in there and the Skippy's facing the wall. He'll go in there and he'll turn it forward like he also used to work at a grocery store when he was younger. So I'm wondering if that's where that stems from. Possibly. Yeah, because I did not. So I don't really care how the labels face or what they look like, but he wants everything of the same brand together. He yeah, it's it's I think it goes back to his grocery store days. Is anyone else obsessive? or compulsive about anything like that, where you just have to have it a certain way. 702-364-9400. This text just came in. It said, my husband is very particular about making sure the door is locked. He's constantly checking over and over. Yes, that... Th- that I can understand. I have kind of an obsession about that. I always want to make sure the door is closed and locked.
4: Yes. we're the, One little thing that Laura does is with the curling iron and also dogs inside the house. If we're leaving... It got so bad to the point where sometimes we would get in the car and start driving away, and she would think she left the curling iron on. So we'd go back in. I'd run upstairs. It's unplugged. Or the fact that our Zoe and Jack's inside. And they're they're always inside. But you know, that one time he didn't double check. They're not inside. But so we always go back in. So now we have, like, a system. If we're leaving, even if if she didn't even curl her hair, I peek into the bathroom to make sure the curling iron is not not plugged in, and then I'll go downstairs and I see Jackson on the couch and Zoe goes in her little cage that she loves, and I make sure she's in the cage so we get in the car. Laura still brings it up. She's like, ah, did you check? I'm like, yep, they're there. I checked. We're good to go. That way we avoid the situation.
3: I have gotten to the point with the curling iron that I have to take a picture of it. Just to, so I can look at it later. I have hundreds of pictures of a, my curling iron on you my phone. You
4: should post on Instagram posting all yeah, the curling irons. It's,
3: I should just do it, open an account for my curling iron, because it's like curling iron picture. I take it. So in the morning when I get here and I'm like, did I turn off my curling iron? Because I, I was calling my husband or texting him and I felt bad, so I'm like, no. Every day, I'm just going to take a picture of it. So I have all these curling iron pictures. It's so ridiculous. But
4: smart, too, because then you know that you have that peace of mind. You're, you're 20 minutes away from the house, like, did I? And you look down and you got the photo to prove it. Yeah, exactly. Daphne, what is it that you or someone you know is obsessed about?
0: So my husband is obsessed about how things are folded. He used to work in retail and there's if there's a little wrinkle in it, he will refold everything.
3: Yeah, I worked in retail, too, and they, they made us fold a certain way. Like, there's tips and tricks. Did he ever use, like, the clipboard to to fold?
0: Yes, and we had one, and <laughs> I got rid of it because it was just taking up <laughs> so much space. And I was like, this is ridiculous. but. It it's what takes him it, he, he has to have it folded a certain way. <laughs>
3: it's better than clothes being thrown all yes. over the floor or something mm-hmm. I I would take that. Thanks Daphne let's talk to Michael. Michael is there something you're obsessed about?
0: It's sort of freaking me
3: out that you might have dropped that water out of the refrigerator and you didn't wipe it before you put the labels in wrong. Oh, it didn't fall out. It fell down on the shelf in the refrigerator. Is that okay? okay so first of all, <laughs> the labels got to be right. If you do drop anything, you got to wipe it. I also UV things. So during oh. COVID, I started using UV to get all the germs off of everything. So everything goes in the refrigerator has to be UV first. I kind of like that, Michael. It tells, it tells me you're a very clean person. I like that.
4: <laughs> I think the song is fitting for all of us that have OCD tendencies.
3: Yes, 100%.
4: <laughs> Coming up next with Heads Up, your tickets to go see Black Eyed Peas. It's Nick 94.1,
0: Mercedes in the Morning.
4: Mercedes in the morning, and time for Heads Up. You want to be Caller 20 right now, and that phone number is 702- 364-9400. 364-9400. your Caller 20. You're playing Heads Up, and you're playing for a big prize.
3: We have tickets for you to see Black Eyed Peas. They are coming to town. The Venetian Theater, to be exact, on December 30th, and we have your tickets right now. Just be Caller 20. You get to pick your category with Heads Up. You get to pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to the show. Caller 20 is playing 702-364-9400.
2: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay,
3: let's get our contestant this morning. It is Shannon, your caller 20. uh, All right, let's do this. Let's get you these tickets to the Black Eyed Peas. We've got five categories to choose from. Do you want to go with Eggnog, Hopscotch, Feliz Navidad, Winter Solstice, or Happy New Year? Let's do Feliz Navidad. All right. Feliz Navidad. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner, and these are all things that are associated with Christmas. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Let's go with you, Mercedes.
4: Okay. All right, Shannon. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Black Eyed Peas, and you start now.
3: When people ring your doorbell and then they sing, they are doing this. Y- yes, this is what you do to your presents. You have to take the paper and you have to uh, take Rast the. Them. Yes, um, and this is who is with Santa. She is Mrs. Claus. Yes, um, you build these and you put like gumdrops and icing on them. And In the bread house. yes, this is uh, what Santa fills by the fireplace. He fills your. Uh, Christmas tree. It's it's like a big sock. Socking. Yes. Um, this is the red nosed one, reindeer. Which one? What's his name? Rudolph. Yes. yes. You got it. Yes. Shannon. Yay. Nice job. Congratulations.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you, Shannon. You're all set with tickets to see Black Eyed Peas. This is Saturday, December 30th, over at the Venetian. So congratulations. We've got your tickets to see the Black Eyed Peas tomorrow morning when you win heads up in the eight o'clock hour and the next hour, nine forty. The 12 Days of Christmas. It's back here on a Monday morning. We've got you uh, for you a gift card to Fashion Show Las Vegas. It's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning.
3: Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning 8:34 Monday morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Make sure you stick around because next hour the 12 days of Christmas continue. Your chance to win a fashion show Las Vegas gift card. Who knows how much it will be. We will give you another shot at picking one of our stockings in studio. Coming up right around 940.
4: I got to thank Chuck who lives here in Las Vegas. He's a former Marine. And, and Chuck stepped up in a big way to help out my wife. I'm not even sure if Chuck listens to Mix 94.1. But my, my, my wife, Laura, was driving back from a horse show. She was in the Palm Springs area. And she was taking the back way home. And she had a really bad blowout in the middle of the Mojave Desert where she had this blowout. She had zero cell phone service. And I I was kind of tracking her on her trip. And at one point, she called to check in. and, And I picked up. And I'm like, hey. And all I hear her say is, oh, he picked up. Hey. And then the phone cuts out. And it's like, that's odd. I know she's driving by herself through the desert to get home. Who is she talking to? Try calling her back. It goes right to voicemail because there is no cell service. About 20 minutes later, I get back to our house, and it's a Chicago area code calling, and I pick up, and it's a, it's a woman. She's like, hey, my name is Sarah. My husband Frank is here. Uh, your wife had a really bad blowout. I'm like, what? Like, but don't worry. She, she's okay. The car has some damage, but there's no cell phone service, so we had to drive. 20 minutes to get cell phone service we want to call you to let you know and kind of give me the area where she is and as soon as that happened i'm like i need to get out there uh and 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 get to her before it gets dark and as i'm I'm racing out there to get to her i get another call um from a 702 number and that's this guy chuck who had stopped to to help her and he ended up changing her tire but the tire um, when the tire blew out it ended up tearing some wires inside the car so the car can't start so she has a fixed tire but now the car won't start still in the middle of the desert ended up getting out there last night about 4 45 to get her and finally bring her home last night
3: man that stinks I, i'm glad she's okay
4: yeah she yeah she's fine but have you ever been in that situation where you had um, a good samaritan well i shouldn't say she's fine it was it was it was quite the experience out there but um have you ever had that situation where a good samaritan stepped in to help you and and you know you're in the middle of the desert you're by yourself um it's a two-lane road Cars come by, they slow down, uh, you're not sure what's going on, and she said when, when Chuck had stopped, she was kind of up on an embankment, and she's like, hi, I'm sorry, do you mind if I stay up here? Because she doesn't know, you know, can she trust this guy? And he said, yo, absolutely, you know, my name is Chuck, I'm a former Marine, I'm married, I, I want to help you out, I can fix your tire if you like, and he did, and that was a big help for her.
3: When did a uh, good Samaritan just save the day for you, or, or someone helped you does has that happened to someone before 702-364-9400 maybe is just like out of the blue i mean nothing to that extent by any means i i think the you know I, i've had like good samaritans uh by my coffee in front of uh-huh. in line in front of me it's definitely not to that level but i i always try to be aware just for nice things that i can maybe do for someone and it's not about attention or anything but there's been a couple times where i've been in line for things at the grocery store and someone makes a comment like they didn't have enough money to put this back and, I'll buy it or, or something like I just like little things that I do and I don't I tell them not to tell anyone who did it because I don't I, that makes me uncomfortable the attention about it you, you just know? want it, you're just doing it to yeah be a good just person. to be nice to help out someone you know
4: absolutely absolutely um and and I thought it was cool too because when this guy got out he could tell that Laura was nervous she's she's in the desert she's you know she she had a knife on her as protection if something would happen but he he wanted to put her at ease and said the first thing listen kind of gave his backstory I'm a marine and then he was after he called me he was texting. I mean, I was just thanking him. He's like, listen, I would hope someone would do the same for my wife if she was in that situation.
3: Corey, good morning.
4: Hey, good morning, gang. How are you?
3: We are good. What are you up to this morning?
4: Oh, you know, working for the man paying his
3: bills. (laughs) I hear you. Have you ever been in the Good Samaritan seat? Yeah, you know what? I was going to a job interview uh, early 90s when my second was born and I was all suited up, nice shoes, great looking suit, and I got a blowout. And a Caltrans guy saw me right away. He pulled over. He's like, you good? I said, yeah, I got a flat tire. I got to change it. He's like, you're in no condition to change a tire looking like that. I'm like,
0: yeah. He's like, I got you. And I gave him 25 bucks. I said, thank
3: you so much. Like, who does that? That's so nice. I love hearing stories like that, Corey. Thank you so much for calling. It's good to hear your voice. Let's talk to Tasha. Tasha, what happened to you? (laughs)
0: Hi, I'm a gentleman. My fuel pump went out at the stoplight, so the light turns green. I go to hit the gas, and it won't go. And he he stopped And although his wife had given birth yesterday, and he was trying to race back home to her, he said, "I can't leave a woman out here stuck by herself." So he pushed my car with his car, very gently, by the way, into the nearest parking
4: lot. Whoa. Oh, that
1: is
3: nice. Did, are, did you check your bumper, like, <laughs> just to make sure he didn't do any damage? He very gently. <laughs> no damage. Oh, that is so sweet. You
4: start giving me. Just, heat. Hey, uh,
3: you, you scratched up my bumper. You're going to hold me for that. No, that people, I really, truly believe people are generally good. I really do believe that people, for the most part, are good and will help. If they if they can,
4: I, I knew that Laura was out there um, and it was going to take me an hour and a half to get out to her. And so I ended up calling the park ranger, and I said, my wife is out there in the middle of the desert, and he said, don't worry, one of our volunteer rangers is on the way to be with her. So by the time I got to her, who's this super sweet woman who was, she was a volunteer park ranger, just like hanging out with her, like, hey, how's it going?
3: Yeah, I mean, just to, to help. There's no harm in helping usually, and it's nice to hear all these great stories of, of good Samaritans. I love it, especially after the last couple of weeks that we've had. It's nice yes, to hear nice stories.
4: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: The Golden Globe nominations came out this morning, and it was a good year for... Some of your favorites, uh, looks like, uh, um, Barbie, she just dominated, led among films with nine total nominations, followed by Oppenheimer with eight. Killer of the Flower Moon and Poor Things also earned seven nominations on the TV side. Succession's final season scored the most nominations with nine total, followed by The Bear and Only Murders in the Building, both with five nods. Let's, uh, look at the nominees for Best Drama Series. You have 1923. The Crown, The Diplomat, The Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Succession.
4: Oh, I so I caught Morning Show. I thought Morning Show was great. I was all in on season one. Season two, I was just bored with it. I stopped watching it, but just picked up season three and was able to put the pieces of the puzzle together. I thought season three was fantastic.
3: Uh, season three, that was was that the last? Yeah, it's one? the current one. Yeah, yeah mm. that was. I I mean, I've watched every season. I've fully enjoyed it. I've seen most of those shows except for nineteen twenty three and the diplomat. And so. Oh, yeah, actually, I, I started Succession. I couldn't finish it, but I feel like that one's going to win because
4: everyone says Succession is so, so good. Yeah, there's so many big fans of it. Um, 1923 was the Yellowstone. Yeah. Prequel. Is that the one that I watched? I don't know. I think it was in 1883. Um, I think I was into 1883. I did not watch 1923.
3: It uh, Was 1923 the one with Tim McGraw and... Faith? That was 1883. And that was 1883. Yeah, that was a
4: great one. That, I thought okay. that one was fantastic. The 1923 Harrison Ford, I thought, was in it. I just, yeah, it just didn't grab me for some reason.
3: Um, For best TV series, musical, or comedy, uh, we have The Bear, Ted Lasso, Abbott Elementary, Jury Duty, Only Murders in the Building, and Barry.
4: I'm going to go jury duty on that. That's one that's a random show that sucked us in. Did you see that one?
3: I didn't. I, I know a lot of people that did, and I know what it's about. Yeah.
4: The premise is it's everyone is in on it except this one guy who's like the mark, and he thinks he's actually on a on a jury, and he was told that they're filming this for a reality show, so he knows there's cameras and stuff I think around. But um, yeah, he, everyone else is in on it. It's this fake case and everything and how they pulled the thing off, and the guy is so sweet and so endearing. It, it was really well done and funny, too.
3: I, I've seen a lot lot of those shows i think with that i mean i love ted lasso but i gotta go with the bear i thought the bear was just excellent i loved that show
4: it was it really was I just
3: i can't stop thinking about it it's been over forever if you haven't watched that one seasons one and two oh my gosh and season two i was just like why is this the greatest show I've ever seen? Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, or it's three seasons, isn't it? I, One, two, and three. Is it? I, I'm it? trying to remember. I, I it, it's I think just it's such true. a good yeah. show. Okay, two show, two series, um, seasons of that series. So we'll uh, we'll post all the Golden Globe nominations on our website if you want to check them out at mix941.fm. So what state is the grinchiest state? Are you a Christmas super fan? If you are. You should be in West Virginia right now because this study found that it's the most festive state in the United States. They looked at all 50 states. They looked at Google searches for things like Christmas decorations, Christmas songs, wrapping paper. West Virginia, most festive state in America for the second year in a row. It it ranks first in searches for songs, decorations, wrapping paper, ornaments like terms like Santa Claus, Christmas Eve, Rudolph. Idaho has the second most Christmas spirit, followed by Utah, Nebraska, and New Hampshire. But the grinchiest state is New York. New York is considered the grinchiest state out there, followed by Florida. Hawaii, Maryland, and Nevada were number five on the Grinchiest list. Um, They also looked at the terms we've been Googling the most, and there's a new number one then we're searching for ugly Christmas sweaters more than anything else right now.
4: <laughs> I, do, I know those are big parties. I think you can find them now on Amazon, but go back about 15 years ago, you truly had to tro- uh, go out and try to find an ugly sweater. I think you can purposely buy one. But back when these parties became a popular thing, you had to go hunting for a real ugly sweater. And
3: yeah. They're everywhere now. They're at Walmart. They're at target. They're they, you can buy them online. Like just everywhere now. It's not
4: even an issue. <laughs> um, I, I'm bummed though. I, I would think we would be, um, I'm bummed we're on that bottom of that list because I feel like we're a very festive state with everything we have going on.
3: Well, there's a lot of opportunities to be festive here, but I think that maybe – are we grinchy because – there's so much else going on, like we, you know, we've got the tourism aspect, and we got to make sure that they're taken care of, so we don't celebrate the holidays as well as we could. Perhaps, maybe? yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Finally, this morning, raise your hand if this has happened to you. Olivia Rodrigo says she made the worst possible mistake a human can make, and that is getting caught stalking an ex. On social media. She was on The Tonight Show and she said she had a very embarrassing encounter once where she was stalking her ex, as one does. Um, and she says she accidentally followed him on social media because. She was stalking him. She said, I was just following one person. So it was super obvious that I was following him. And when she realized what she did, she grabbed her phone, but it died. No, there's no battery. She said, I didn't have my charger. So I was following my ex for a while. At the time she tried to play it off. Like she had just been hacked but now she's finally admitting the truth as she was stalking her ex.
4: But you pull up her Instagram profile and you see her, she's just following one person and, and that one person him. is her ex. Yeah. Oh.
3: <laughs> I th- so I've done, I, my biggest like, faux pas stalking an ex happened and it was on it was a a few years ago it was on facebook and i rarely go on facebook but one of my friends who was a mutual friend of my ex he posted a picture of him he had hooked up and had lunch with my ex and i'm like what the so i i click on it i look he's tagged in it so of course I click on his profile just to look at it, and um, I see he's married, so his wife is tagged in one of his pictures, so I click on her profile to look, and I'm scrolling down, and I accidentally hit click, and I liked one of her Uh pictures. Oh, gosh. I wanted to die. I was like, (gasps) and I noticed it right away, but sometimes people get Notifications if someone likes your picture, and I'm like, oh, so I unliked it quickly, and then I had to block her because I
4: just was so scared. I wonder if she saw it like the quick like I don't and unlike. Know. I'm so embarrassed. Like, who is this Mercedes? Why is your ex liking
3: my pictures? Uh oh. 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 907 and it's Monday. You know what that means? It is time for jerk or justified you get to be the judge you tell us if this person is a jerk or if they are justified and if you ever have a situation you want us to tackle for jerk or justified just let us know you can send us an email uh, at mix941.fm
4: okay this is interesting it's from Randy hi Mercedes and JC I need your help I want to know if my actions would be justified. I've never believed in love at first sight and soulmates, but all of that changed last Wednesday. I think I met my match. She's amazing, and I knew it from the time I laid eyes on her. I saw her at Whole Foods in Town Square. I watched her get into her car. So I know the car she drives and her license plate. But I didn't have the courage to say anything or strike up a conversation. I don't know her name. I don't know where she lives. All I know is the image of her in my mind. And I honestly think I'm in love. I want to know if these following actions would be justified. I have a friend that could help me find her address. I could track her down and arrange to accidentally bump into her somewhere. Jeez, this sounds creepy, But I just want one more shot at talking to this girl. Would my actions be justified? Signed, Randy.
3: It might sound creepy, Randy, because it is creepy. (laughs) I'll just be honest. That is creepy. That you're going to track her down. It sounds like stalking. And so many red flags went off in hearing that in my mind. I feel like if it's truly meant to be... It's meant to be and you'll you'll find her at some point or maybe go back to Whole Foods. Maybe that's where you'll find her again. But I don't I, I think I would be creeped out if I found out a guy got my name and license and put me through some sort of search system and had them look up and then tracked me down to, to quote unquote run into me. Is that raising any uh, red flags to anyone else? Uh, 702-364- What do you think? Um, oh, I didn't post that on Facebook. Okay. Um, yeah, let us know. Call us and, and tell us what you think on, on that
4: one. Um, yeah, I mean that's, well, That also just shows if you see someone that you're attracted to, you need to say something because if that person leaves, that, that moment might be gone. I do like that idea of going back to Whole Foods. If I'm in your situation, I don't have any people that could track down a girl's address or Stuff like that Nor would I do that But I would find myself Going back to that Whole Foods a lot If I didn't have the courage To say hi to the girl The first time I saw her I would think Okay, Whole Foods Is her shopping center That's the place she goes to I would be shopping At Whole Foods all the time And hoping I bump into her again that's my approach to the whole thing.
3: Yeah, but I wouldn't if you do bump into her again, I would never tell us about this.
4: Oh, that I kept go back to whole pools to see her again? No,
3: but, no, 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 not that. About the fact that you were you were thinking about using your friend to track her down with her life. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't ever tell her <laughs> that cuz that I don't know why that that is making my spine tingle and I don't like that feeling. It just seems a little a little much. Uh, 702-364-9400. We're getting some text here. This one says the license plate is what freaks me out, creepy.
4: Let wow. me let me just flip the because I agree though. Let me flip this the script here though and pitch it this way. He does that. His buddy, whoever it is, so he, he finds out where she lives and whatever. He ends up meeting her somewhere at the gym or something by her house. He asks her out. They start dating. They fall in love. They get married. They got three kids. I mean, we're talking an amazing relationship. Fifteen years in, he says, you know something, Rebecca, I got to tell you something about the time we met. She's like, yeah, at the gym, you bumped into me. And he tells her the backstory. Is it creepy then after they've established a family and everything? Or is that going to the extremes for love?
3: I think that at that point, you're so invested, you may be willing to overlook it. But... Then my question is, why did you keep it a secret? So we keep secrets from each other now? You know, it's just, I don't like this. This whole th- this whole thing feels weird to me. Maybe it's just like, I don't know. Maybe it's because you're a guy and I'm a girl. I don't know. It just, something is giving me the heebie-jeebies about it big time. I do not like it one bit.
4: Oh, no, I think it's creepy. I'll just, oh. don't get me, if someone's just tuning in. I was just playing devil's advocate trying oh, yeah. to spin the thing to what get about, a different side. How
3: would you feel in the future if he confessed then?
4: Oh, I'd be weirded out absolutely to yeah. find out that um, you know to find out that they did that to track me down or something. Oh, that's kind of uh, weird.
3: Yeah, something is just really rubbing me wrong about this one. So I, I don't want to be judgmental, but you did ask for our advice and our opinions on this, and I I don't know something is rubbing me really really wrong on this one.
4: You need you should have taken action, Randy, the yeah. first time you saw Whole Foods. <laughs> Randy, I'm sorry
3: <laughs> that ship has sailed. Don't be creepy and move on. <laughs> uh,
4: if you ever had a situation for Jerk or justified, let us know. Go to our Website and Randy, keep us posted on what you hopefully did not do with as far as those actions as to uh, meeting the uh, well, the soulmate that sure I know. If I'm we want to
3: know. He'll just track us down with his friend and <laughs> go meet us in a parking lot randomly and tell us where what happened. So, at our house Randy, <laughs> I expect to see you at my doctor's
4: appointment this week. I'll see you then. <laughs> uh, we have the Twelve Days of Christmas coming up at nine forty. <laughs> 12 days of Christmas, your gift card to Fashion Show Las Vegas is coming up in in just about actually 15 minutes here.
3: Is making bets, like friendly bets with guys, like is that a thing for you guys? Is that a way of bonding for you? Do you ever do that like, hey, I'll bet you 20 bucks on this game or hey, i bet you 20 bucks. You can't jump over that puddle or things like that.
4: I, the only bets I, I have with buddies is during the football season, if if the Cowboys are is facing off one of my friends that I see, they'll want to make some kind of bet. Like, oh, you want to bet something? And we'll make some kind of little wager. But I know the bets you're talking about. Like, I bet you can't jump up and touch the ceiling. Th- those kinds of bets?
3: Yeah, well, just bets in general. It seems to be a thing amongst men. And I don't make bets with my friends so i'm wondering if it's just my husband or if all guys do this um do you make any like little friendly wagers we were at our channel 8 christmas party on saturday night and we're sitting at a table and there's a bunch of us and so you know my husband's there and he's meeting the other husbands and wives and he's chit-chatting and all of a sudden he's like shake on it and i look over i'm like shake on what he's Like, we're just betting on the game i'm like oh gosh i go what game He's like Eagles Cowboys game, and so he bet one of our coworkers' husbands that the Eagles would beat the Cowboys. He, the other guy's a big Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. so he's like, he goes, I bet you twenty bucks that the Eagles will beat him. He goes, straight up, or are we go with the spread. He's like, I think it's only, I think it's even. So they're looking up what the spread is and stuff. They're like, let's just do flat out win. So last night, afterwards, he gives me twenty bucks. He's like, "Can you give this to your coworker <laughs> this week?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll give it. To, I'll give it to her to give to her husband." But it's just like you guys love to bet on stuff. He doesn't all like those are not even his teams. Not even his teams. But he just it was. I felt like it was a way for him to bond a with that guy. There. Sure. And they're like, "Yeah, you got it, man. Let's bet." And it was just so funny to see and
4: he, the lasso. Um, and, and I didn't realize this, but so my buddy of mine that's a 49ers, Fan. apparently we placed a bet last year on it and i think it was a, a hair bet and the niners won last year and then this time around when the cowboys were playing the 49ers again i said hey, do you want to make a bet and he goes you still owe me on last year's bet you owe me your hair oh, i'm like we, wait, wait hold on a second
3: i take uh, i take that back i don't
4: remember doing that bet that <laughs> i'm not doing a double or nothing i don't want to lose again and have to get my head shaved once and then when it grows back have it shaved again
3: oh speaking of uh, like bets um one of our listeners, Corey, you were you just called the show earlier this morning. Corey is a listener of this radio station, became friends with my husband on Facebook, and they have some bet happening. Uh, it was it was during baseball season, but I don't know who won. I know it had to do with the the Yankees and the Red Sox, but I don't think it was just on one game. I think it was like a whole the whole season whoever has the best uh-huh. record or something. Someone was supposed to win something, and I know one year my husband won. He goes Tell Corey he never paid up on his bed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna do that.
2: Next time Corey
4: calls in for something completely unrelated, Corey, you owe Matt money. <laughs> Come on, pay up. <laughs> it's mix ninety four point one.
0: Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics
2: trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on mix ninety four point one.
3: Keanu Reeves is trending this morning. The actor's home was targeted by burglars. This happened last week. Police got an anonymous call saying there was a trespasser at the home. So they showed up. There's no one there. And then they returned a few hours later when an alarm went off. And this time, there were multiple men in ski masks. They were spotted on security cams, smashing a window, entering the house. Reports are that they took one firearm from the home. Keanu, thankfully, was not at home at the time. But this isn't the first time that his home has been broken into. In 2014, he dealt with two back-to-back Intrusions by obsessed female fans, and then he was also granted a temporary restraining order against an alleged stalker who he says showed up at his home earlier this year.
4: That is scary. If it's happened once, and have it have it happen a couple times, and like we're saying earlier, we would assume Keanu has like top of the notch security. Maybe there's, it's a guard gated community, and people still get in there and smashing a window.
3: Yeah, there is still a way, and when people are determined, they're going to find a way. I am just glad he wasn't home. He's had to deal, and he just seems like the nicest man like leave Keanu alone yeah why is karma coming back at him don't this do it to the nice celebrities I mean don't do it to anyone but like especially not the nice celebrities <laughs> I was about to try to think of a bad celebrity <laughs> like, I still it- wouldn't wish it on a bad celebrity <laughs> let's be honest um also this morning Ariana Grande is trending so she is teasing A mystery project she took to Instagram. She shared a bunch of different photos of her hard at work in a recording studio. Some of them included her sitting at a uh, a computer with audio files visible on the screen. She didn't add a caption. There's no details on what she's planning, but a bunch of celebrities are commenting on the photos and the comments are hilarious. Billie Eilish commented on the photos and she wrote in all caps, unmute, please. And then Selena Gomez wrote in all caps, finally, And then SZA wrote, oh, this boutique eat <laughs> that's the best one <laughs> right one there that is so funny oh, I steal that line I know I love it my my kid says that all the time like how was practice oh i ate and I was like <laughs> what'd you eat and she's like no i ate I was like, what does that mean? Just like, I ate. I did good. I was like, oh, you ate. Good job for eating. (laughs) I love it. So I'll start using it now. This will be great. Finally, this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending. They are going to double your donuts for only a dollar tomorrow, which is December 12th, 12-12. Donut fans can get a dozen glazed for a dollar if you buy any dozen at participating locations. The deal is being called Day of the Dozens, and it's being held on 12-12. Customers can redeem the for twice in store when buying, but only once if you're ordering online with the promo code Dozen. The bonus dozen for a dollar can be um, used only on the classic Krispy Kreme uh, glazed donuts. However, the full price purchase can be basically whatever you want. The one dollar dozen deal—it's only happening at participating locations tomorrow. So if you want some dollar donuts, do it tomorrow, and that is what's trending.
4: Twelve days of Christmas in your gift card to Fashion Show Las Vegas in less than five minutes.
3: It's 4.1, Mercedes in the morning. What day of the 12 days of Christmas is this? this 1, is... 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, day 8. Day 8? Eight? 8, 9, 10, nine, tw- Yes, it's day 8 of the 12 wow. days of Christmas. It's just going by so fast. And Jocelyn, you are color 20. Yes. Nice. Yeah. All right. Oh this, this is so cool. Yeah, this is very exciting. You already know you won. It's just how much. Will you win from Fashion Show Las Vegas? We've got a bunch of gift cards still left. We've gone through half of these uh, gift cards. So we, there's not a ton of numbers left on these stockings. But if you want to listen closely, I'll tell you what numbers we have from what I can see. JC, tell me if I miss Go any on. of these. Okay. So we've got 1, two, three, five, six, 10, 11, 12,
4: 1520. Yes, that's 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 okay. correct. Yep.
3: They're all laid out nicely. So pick one of those numbers and we'll tell you what is in it.
0: Okay, Mercedes. I think I'm gonna go with number three. Number three. Number three. All Let right. Me grab it. Can you oh, grab
3: that one? Oh, it's here. right there okay. by the phone. Hold
4: on one second. Let me reach in here, pull out your okay. pull out your envelope, Jocelyn. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm not gonna look. I'm gonna open and show Mercedes, okay? Okay. So hold on and pull out the gift card and show it to <gasps> you Mercedes.
3: Jocelyn, you just won a gift card from Fashion Show Las Vegas for $100. Whoa, nice.
2: Check out. Thank you so much. You
3: got I'm it. Excited. Congratulations. That is going to come in handy for the holidays. That is for sure. Nice job.
4: Stocking number three paid off, and the 12 days of Christmas continue. Heather Collins, 5 o'clock hour, has your chance to grab a stocking from underneath the Mix 94.1 mm-hmm. Christmas tree. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is
3: it for us on a Monday. Thanks so much for being here. We love you guys. Make sure you download the podcast. If you missed anything, you can do that wherever you get your podcast. You want to be listening tomorrow. We've got a lot happening tomorrow. First of all, tomorrow's Tuesday, so that means it's Try It Tuesday. I'm really excited for what we are going to try tomorrow. And it has to do with, uh, well, I don't want to give too much away. It's going to be a tasty one. It has to do with uh, something that is happening this week.
4: It's a perfect tie-in, yes. yes. And I'm, I'm excited about Some of these Try Tuesdays, we're a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. There's this one's going good. This is going to be a fun one.
3: Yeah. Also, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, Shane Knighty from the Vegas Golden Knights joins the show. We're coming on to talk about his exceptional acting ability in the Winter Classic Jersey uh, commercial that he ran. He he was a full-on cowboy. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the biggest uh, the Golden Knights. And he is bringing with him a Winter Classic Jersey to give away on our show. These things are amazing. And wait until you hear how you can win it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's happening at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning.
4: If you haven't seen the video, check out our social media channels. We've got links to it. I I think Shane, if he wanted to, could get a gig on Yellowstone.
3: Oh, for sure. He's got
4: the look. He's got the well, mannerisms.
3: Kevin Costner's leaving. I'm going to nominate oh, him to take his spot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he could be a Dutton. He takes over the Dutton Ranch. He's <laughs> a new sheriff into. We He's for the sure. sheriff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so make sure you're listening 8 o'clock for that. We are out. J-Love is on the way next. And first, it's time for the line of the day. And
4: we were surprised to hear that prior to 1970, you would hear radio ads for cigarettes. We also wondered what those ads might sound like. I wonder if it be like hearing a, a DJ back in 1970. Hey, this is Tom for Marble Reds. I love
3: smoking. When I need a good smoke, I put, pick up my pack of reds. Tell them Tom sent you yeah.
4: for 15% off your box of Marble Reds. They caught on to things that perhaps we should be advertising this in 1970.
3: Except no imitators. Get the real one. Make your throat scratchy.
4: Get a voice like mine. That'll do it for show number 1970 of Mercedes in the Morning.